on campus in the University of Bristol Youth on air on 11.34 medium wave online via burstradio.org.uk this is Burst Radio Hello and welcome to Burst News at 6 o'clock my name is Howard Warren and with me today is Martin Chappell headlines today Redknapp arrest puts England job hopes in jeopardy Marks and Spencer's pyjamas aren't just any old pyjamas. And Benitez boosted as Liverpool stun Porto. Firstly, uh, the first story is regarding Harry Redknapp. Uh, he was re- re- Portsmouth manager and prospective England candidate Harry Redknapp was yesterday arrested, uh, all but ending his slim hopes of gaining English football's top job. He was arrested on suspicion of corruption, along with other major figures who were prominent in the Portsmouth setup four years ago, when the alleged events took place. Redknapp, 60, later, later stated, I have absolutely nothing to be concerned about. Redknapp's son, not famous pundit and former playmaker Jamie, but elder, less famous, failed football agent Mark, claimed, someone is out to get my dad. Harry was keen keen to clarify that this has absolutely nothing to do with a bug investigation. The exact reason for their arrest was given by police that they were being held on suspicion of conspiracy to defraud and false accounting. Redknapp claimed about the laptop, which was taken, among other incriminating evidence, I have never even used it. I don't know how. There were dramatic scenes outside Redknapp's house yesterday as a convoy of vehicles drew up outside telling him he was obliged to follow. More details on the case is sure to be forthcoming. Um, on to UK news now. A British... <laughs> Sorry, there's a phone going off, and it's kind of off-putting. We'll just wait for Howard to turn his phone off. Thank you, Howard. Right. A British teacher charged in the Sudan with blasphemy, indicating hatred and showing contempt for religious beliefs, has been brought to court today. Journalists were prevented from entering as Gillian Gibbons, 54, from Liverpool, went inside. She was arrested after calling a teddy bear Mohammed. She allowed the class of children to name the bear. The most popular name was Mohammed, and so this was the name she put on the teddy. If convicted, she could face a prison sentence and 40 lashes. The UK government, which is providing consular support to Mrs Gibbons, said they were very concerned and hoped the case would be resolved quickly. The Prime Minister in particular is taking a close interest in the case in court today and has spoken to her family. On, uh, back to Howard with other world news. Uh, well, not really worlds. Um, well, it's in Wales, <laughs> technically in the world. Uh, yesterday, the police were called in by shopkeepers, not for a robbery, but because children were singing Christmas carols too loudly. There were 29 children in all, aged between 6 to 11. They were initially asked to stop by a shopping centre security guard, although Maverick head teacher Ian Jones refused. Minutes later, a police support officer arrived and the children had to move on. The, chi- the incident occurred uh, in Lalando in North Wales. Mr Jones of Yuzol Saint Sieur School said, It is unbelievable that the police were called for such a minor thing. It was just a group of children singing Christmas carols to try and raise money for their school. He claims they were singing beautifully and everyone was having a good time. 
One upset mother, whose ten-year-old was in the choir, said, how miserly, how miserly can the shopkeepers get? They're lovely singers, and everyone enjoys them, particularly old people out shopping. Centre manager Sue Nash admitted <laughs> the police intervention was a mistake and that it could have been handled better. Thank you, Howard. Um, two rare male monkeys were put down today because they would not stop fighting. Uh, that was at New Key Zoo. Officials at New Key Zoo said they, would, they tried to rehome the rare Sulawesi black-crested macaques, but nowhere for zoo could offer help. A zoo spokesman said the monkeys would not be able to live alone either. Phil Nerling from Painton Zoo said New Key did its utmost to rehouse the animals. They are troop animals and one on its own would have gone mad. A burglar who battered a mother of two to death in her own home whilst wearing an electronic <coughs> tag has been jailed for a minimum of 18 years. Lloyd Edwards, 19, had been convicted at Kingston Crown Court of murdering Layla Raisk, 51, who was found at her home in Kingston Vale in 2006. Mrs Raisk resisted. He lost his temper and launched a ferocious attack which caused injuries with his fists so severe the paramedics thought a weapon had been used. She was taken to hospital in a coma but never recovered. Uh, back to Howard. Uh, in another quite important piece of news, although not written up at all, um, regarding Marks and Spencer's pyjamas. Well, it turns out the adverts were right because they aren't just any old pyjamas. These are pyjamas that can fight off the killer superbug MRSA while you sleep, no less. The special nightwear is woven with silver thread which repels the deadly infection and have gone on trial in NHS hospitals with promising results. They cut infection, infection rates, according to tests, as silver fights off the bug that kills more than 5,000 patients a year. This is the first time they have gone on sale nationwide. A spokesman for Marks and Spencers, who used the advertising slogan, this is not just food, this is M&S food, said, Silver is known for its infection-fighting properties and has previously been used by the military. However, the pyjamas were branded a gimmick by an MRSA victim last night. Tony Kitchen of MRSA Support said, if they are like normal pyjamas, then the infection can still get in as every part of the body is not covered. The problem lies with the hospitals themselves. They are dirty, and it shouldn't be up to the public to safeguard them. Uh, I think we've got a phone call coming in here. Um, we'll just try and connect to you. Caller? Hello? Hello, hello? Would that be Will? Not yet, I don't think. Right. Right. Hello, Will. You're live on the radio. I am live on the radio. Excellent. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. I've just been listening to your news show and I thought I'd like to bring your attention to the, uh, the car phone warehouse scandal that's been going on at the moment. Oh yes, and what, what scandal is this? The scandal is that car phone warehouse has been misleading people over the iPhone insurance or something. Hello? Hello, yep, you're still here. Okay. Yeah, I just think that Carphone Warehouse, they have the cheek to, um, to tell iPhone customers, new iPhone customers, that unless they purchase their insurance, they will not be able to, um, they will have to uh, buy a brand new contract in order to uh, continue using their iPhone. That's, I just that's think it's despicable behaviour. And I think that 
Carphone warehouse, I have had bad experiences with them in the past. I just think this is completely unacceptable from such a normally reputable and probably the biggest uh, mobile phone retailer in the UK. It, it is unacceptable, Will. Um, and, um, I mean, I personally might... What, what, have, what have your bad experiences been with the Carphone warehouse in the past? Because well, my... I... Mm. I, I took out a, um, what was called a cashback deal, where you send off your bills every three, six, eight months or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and they just refused to pay one of them. Did they give any reason for this, or...? They claim they never got it. But I just thought, this is terrible, and I'm surprised you've not mentioned it. I agree. Um, yeah, I concur. <laughs> uh, did you take them to court? That's they the question. They court and won, because they didn't turn up. They didn't turn up? They didn't turn up, So that's a standard practice. Maybe it. they claim they didn't get the letter with the date on it. They do claim, they claim they didn't get the letter. For the court did. order? Oh, for the court Sorry? order, no. They but just didn't they, turn they up because they're guilty. The court. They uh, started the court order. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, well that's, that's anyway, quite bad, yeah. Anyway, that was just my piece of news for you guys. Anyway, I think your news <laughs> is fantastic. Oh, well, thank thanks, you very much. I feel I feel I recognise the voice. Would that be Will from Sledgehammer, by any chance? Oh yes, that's right. Is it? Wow, it is that is I... the best show. Oh thanks. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, we love you all. Yeah, so uh, I just give myself a little plug here. That's Sledgehammer at seven thirty till nine on Tuesdays. <laughs> okay. I just I just want to ask, how is Sven Goran Eriksson feeling at the moment? Well. Uh, that's that's it. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> anyway, I'm, uh, I'm I'm using it for a minute, so um, I'd just like to uh, request either champagne super supernova or November rain, please. Thanks. Okay, uh, I think we can do that for you. Here you go. Thanks, Rob. guys. Bye. Continue Bye. with the news. Very good. Carry on. <laughs> on campus in the University of Bristol, Uni. On air on eleven thirty four medium wave online. Via burstradio.org.uk, this is Burst Radio. National News. A garage in Clifton has been sold for £130,000, enough to buy a house in some parts of Bristol. The garage in Wellington Terrace, close to the suspension bridge, was sold at four times its guide price. It has 100 square feet of space and has a workshop, but no window. The buyer who wished to remain anonymous, simply wanted somewhere to park his car in the road. Hmm. Uh, and according to the Evening Post property section, £130,000 could buy you a flat in Knoll West or a two-bedroom flat in Bedminster or it could pay for your parking in the city centre car park for 44 years. The garage's eight-foot entrance is just big enough to fit a Toyota flatbed truck in if you remove the wing mirrors. And more local news. Parents in Bristol are being warned to be on alert as schools in the city are hit by a sickness virus. It is thought that 12 <coughs> schools have now... Thank you, Howard. You don't... Oh, he's sick. Topical. Uh, it is thought that... That was a genuine cough, actually. <laughs> Just very <laughs> badly timed. It's thought that 12 schools have now reported a wave of illness among students. The health protection agencies say that the virus has been reported in secondary schools, primary schools and nurseries. Um, symptoms include vomiting, diarrhoea and fever. 
Prevention of infection is aided through washing your hands. So, fellow students, keep washed and don't go near the kiddies. Charlie. <laughs> um, now we're going on to sports news. I'll leave you in the capable hands of Howard. Sports news. Rafa Benitez saw his cop heroes put in an impressive display against Porto in the Champions League last night. A victory was essential for the Merseyside, Merseyside club after recent European disappointments uh, and a 4-1 victory excelled expectations. Exceeded expectations. <laughs> Fernando Torres got the ball rolling with the first two goals and then Steven Gerrard scored a trademark stunner. Peter Crouch completed the route uh, a few minutes before the final whistle. Rafa Benitez, whose job had previously been subject to speculation, thanked the fans for their messages of support. They deserved this result. It was for them, he said. He then, much to the scepticism of surrounding journalists, said, I don't have any problem with the owners or anyone. All four teams in the group can still make the last 16. Liverpool, reliant on beating Marseille in their final game, which takes place two weeks from now. Chelsea also secured an easy Champions League victory with a 4-0 victory in Norway against relative minnows Rosenborg. Didier Drogba's double was the highlight of the exciting... um, was the the highlight of the game. Captain John Terry uh, stated he was a different class. The two second-half goals completing the embarrassment for Rosenberg were scored by Alex and former teenage prodigy Joe Cole. Cole's goal... Um, was deserved after exceptional performance, including beating three players to set up Drogba for his second. The result secures Chelsea's top position and ensured an improved draw for the next round of Europe's top club competition. Finally, football sensation Kaka has stunned the football world with an announcement stating his intention to change career from from footballer to evangelical minister. Fortunately, the move will not take place until his footballing days are behind him. The deeply religious AC Milan playmaker was top scorer in last season's Champions League and is widely expected to be named Europe's best player by being handed the Golden Ball trophy. He intends to repay God in the future for his supreme footballing gift. He said, It's a difficult road. You have to understand theology and deepen your understanding of the Bible. He probably said it in a more Spanish or Brazilian way than that. But, However, he wants to reach his potential as a footballer first. I'm still 25 and have room for improvement, he said. And now on to the weather. The weather. Tomorrow is looking gloomy in Bristol, um, with a reasonable chance of getting rained on. The top temperature will be 14 degrees centigrade, plummeting to 5 degrees at night. It will also be moderately windy with wind speeds of circa 16 miles per hour. So stay indoors if you can. This has been Burst News with Martin Chapel and Howard Warren and behalf on the behalf of us both have a very nice and pleasant evening. Good night and thank you for listening. News Burst. Burstradio.org.uk